0: This week on Freight Up, we have three pieces to the oil puzzle. Q4 tightness, crude oil prices, and the high five spread. R.T. Smith is here to put it all together for you. All this and more on Freight App. Welcome to Freight Up. My name's Fernanda, and I'll be your host as we navigate the seas of freight and commodities. This week's episode boasts a doubleheader with a fuel oil update and a catch-up on the Ferris complex with HowPay. Let's dive on in. So let's get started with your favorite broker, Archie Smith. So, for the listeners at home, I just want you all to know that the fame has gone directly to Archie's head. He is demanding hair, makeup, catering for these podcast (laughs) sessions. But, aside from that, he's still our favourite broker. (laughs) So, how was the West Ham game? We were cheering them on.
1: Yeah, yeah, so we lost 3-1 on Saturday. (laughs) Bernardo Silva, and they have the numerical advantage here, City. Can he beat the right pass? It's
0: on <laughs> Finally hurting West Ham, but hurting West Ham again.
1: but 2022, we actually played quite well. It's Man City, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Went one up, which was obviously brilliant. But then, yeah, second half, they just kind of dominated. But yeah, it wasn't like a bad performance or anything. It was just... City being a city, you know, uh, yeah. the best team in the world. So there's only so much you can do.
0: Hey, they played well. Yeah, we're exactly. Happy. It was a
1: good day out. Enjoyed myself. Yeah.
0: They made Archie Smith, proud. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's I mean,
1: that's, we had to lose yeah. eventually. It's our first loss of the season. So.
0: Whoa. What's going on with the fuel markets?
1: Crude is still climbing. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still climbing. Yesterday we got to highs of, I think, just shy of $96 per barrel uh, on the not on the uh, on the front Brent future. Literally just a few cents hitting of hitting in 96. It's come back off today. I don't think that's a kind of a sign of anything to come. I think it's more just uncertainty ahead of basically this week. We've got a lot of bank meetings, US Fed, Bank of England uh, regarding rate hikes. So there's a lot of those meetings this week. I think some of them might even be today. And so that's just kind of injected the market with a bit of uncertainty. So the price has come off. We're about a dollar off today. But, you know, kind of looking at the, the wider umbrella, it's definitely still cl- uh, climbing just from, t- you know, Q4 tightness. Yeah, OPEC and Russia cuts still very prominent driving force behind this, this rally. And I think, yeah, the, you know, the market are just kind of worried about a serious supply shortfall for, for mm-hmm. Q4.
0: So how has a particular interest in crude this week, but more on that later, what's going on in the rest of the
1: oil world? I think tensions, you know, carrying on with kind of what's happening in the crude, the tensions between OPEC and some of the economies are, particularly in the West, are definitely rising. International Energy Association kind of came out saying OPEC cuts have been been done, you know, to lock off the oil markets, you know, purely for for profit reasons from OPEC side. Whereas the Saudi Arabian Energy Minister has come out saying, look, the price cuts have purely been to reduce volatility, they're trying to be proactive and preemptive. So, you know, though, those are the two sides that are kind of battling against each other on these cuts. So, yeah, I mean, t- tensions are definitely high there.
0: So some diplomat is out there, like, ripping their hair out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. With these, with cuts and with crude oil, where it's such a prominent commodity, it's never just economical. You know, there's always, it's always going to be political, diplomatic. It's, there, there's a lot of things going on behind it.
0: Either way, Archie will be here yeah. to guide you through the oh, waves so. of I the oil market. So. We all hope so. Through the maze. Archie. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, maze. yeah. yeah. We, we all rely on you. You're basically like the guy from Dune. <laughs> You're Paul from Dune. You're San Jesus. I'll take that. I'll take that. What other bits of these do we have?
1: So if we go more to into the fuel and the bunkers, I think I spoke on it last week. It's still the prominent feature of the market is the high sulfur east-west particularly in in the prompt front few contracts. It's gone, uh, gone even further down. Uh, at the beginning of the week, we traded as low as minus $33 in the October contract, which means the euro high sulfur fuel oil is trading at a $33 premium to the Singapore equivalent grade fuel oil. It's chopping about on a daily basis so aggressively that it's really hard to manage. Uh, speaking to some of the traders that we do business with, they see, well, you know, one guy we spoke with, he seemed to think that It's definitely got the potential to go even further negative than it already is. And this is just because so many people are buying into this Q4 tightness because of the OPEC cuts. A lot of Russian crude that has been cut is is sour crude. So basically there's not as much high sulfur molecules about in Europe. So the the high-sulfur European fuel oil, the the Rotterdam 3.5% barges, is really getting much stronger against the SING 380. So that's why people are selling the East-West, because they're they're selling out their 380 positions and simultaneously going into holding the the European fuel oil. Uh, And that's why we're seeing such a strength in the European complex versus the SING complex at the moment.
0: That's such an interesting chain reaction.
1: Exactly. And I think it's just all kind of boils down to this Q4 tightness. I think First of all, when the East-West was really coming off, I think it was just market participants managing the volatility in, in the high sulfur crack uh, for the Euro. But now it does kind of seem, you know, fundamentally that there's going to be a lot of strength in the Euro complex just because it's not getting this sour crude for the high sulfur molecules. So yeah, you know, it's because of OPEC cuts, Russian sanctions, it's really kind of all collating now we're seeing those barges trade at quite a hefty premium to the SING380 of another more, uh, smaller factor that's contributing to that is monsoon season is kind of in swing in Southern parts of Asia. And this brings down the temperatures there. I mean, you know, they, they were having like peak summer temperatures, but as soon as monsoon season hits, the temperatures really cool off. So the demand in those regions for high sulfur fuel oil for, uh, for power generation has slipped. So the SING 380 high sulfur fuel oil, which kind of would have been the benchmark for those fuels used in that as is softer it's not much, not as much demand. So, you know, that's another reason why it's trading a negative to the European equivalent.
0: I think you just blew my mind. <laughs> so what does that actually mean for us in this coming week?
1: Well, I mean it, I think it means that the 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 front months in the high sell for East West could we could see them slip even further. Uh-huh. I must say this morning they are they are actually bouncing up a little bit when i left my desk they were bouncing up a little bit but i mean kind of the general consensus i'd say for this month has been they are just getting here there's so much sell side pressure and i think you know it's just a case of is that going to continue into q4 i think so it seems that the market really are buying into this into this q4 rally just just worried about supply tightness yeah
0: yeah um, yeah so, the sentiment has been set yeah
1: and I mean, another thing it means is, you know, with a softer high sulfur sing complex, it means that the high five, the sing high five in particular has really widened because the very low sulfur fuel oil in Singapore has kept fairly stable in comparison to what the high sulfur stuff is doing. So therefore that high five spread of the, you know, the difference in the high sulfur fuel oil to the very low sulfur fuel oil has really, really widened. Last week, it was the the front contract, the October contract that was trading at about, yeah, I think just over a hundred bucks, like a hundred and ten bucks, something like that. So that's a hundred and ten dollar difference. Whereas now it's like a hundred and thirty-seven. So it's you know within a week, that's a crazy. good twenty-five dollar spread there. Yeah.
0: And this just all ties um, back into people's it, sentiment about Q4.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say so. You know, because obviously with that East West getting sold off, the Sing three eighty softer, it's just widening that that high five spread for the for the Singapore. Mm. Oh man. It all fits together like a puzzle.
0: It does, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it does when you explain it, Yeah, <laughs> I
1: appreciate it.
0: All right, and for all you Ferris fans out there, here's some halpay. So how Hal, last week we saw a 12.21% jump on FOB Australia Coke and Coal. What happened?
2: From my observation, the 12 percent growth on the FOB coking coal must be the biggest single week increase over the year. The the reason was BHP truck accidents, which happened last week in pit down mining areas. The area contributed the biggest proportion of coking coal export of Australia. But I think we uh, shouldn't link them tightly since the accident triggered a safety check on the logistics in the company, which shouldn't last weekly long. It's just the timing when market hear nothing about the company. So I think the market just speculates on the back of the note news and they're afraid of some disruptions on the shipments. And well, BHP said only some areas were impacted and uh, they said there should be a conference to discuss on um, the details of the, dis- including the disruptions of shipments and the result of a safety check and any impact on the annual target this week, but yet we haven't heard anything yet. And learning from the history, the operational accident was almost unavoidable in a uh, uh, per year, in particular for coking coals. But it normally tend to have a push and pullback trading activities. It normally lasts one week or two length. So that's my experience from the historical lessons.
0: So I'm assuming this price trend isn't sustainable then?
2: Yep, We, we just have a few discussions with some of the Indian end users and they were starting to complain that the level above 300 US dollars shouldn't be sustainable the last time price level about 300 US dollars was in March 2023 this year. And moreover, China meals started to suffer from a marginal loss. We saw the virtual steel margin reached 70 yuan per term, which was the lowest of the year, and which also indicates some of the meals in the south of China started to suffering from marginal loss. And so in general, we don't believe the price level is sustainable in mid-run.
0: Wow, I guess we'll have to keep an eye out on that. What else should we be looking for in the coming week until we see you next time, Hal?
2: I think in general, we should be all focused on the crude oil prices because crude oil has rebounded for 37% if we're looking at WTI, major contract. And the crude oil is one thing that support the entire commodities rebound during Q3. And if the crude oil is keep, let's say, if it's going up another $10, it's probably going to keep the entire ferrous or all the metals at high level. I'm not saying it's all going to have 100% correlation with the crude oil, but it's good enough to keep all those commodities on a high level. But if the crude oil price starts to drop, we need to keep an eye on it because All major commodities has rebounded things uh, for like at least two months before. So I think that's a very important thing for us to look at for the coming week.
0: We will definitely do that with the help of the people's broker, Archie Smith. Hal, thank you so much. Well, that's it for us this week. Thank you so much for joining us. And as always, if you miss us between now and next Thursday... Check us out on frayeduppodcast.com where you can listen to old episodes, read show notes, leave us a comment. We'll see you next time. Bye! Freight Up!